because a good blog will convert visitors to leads at about 1% to 2%. Mm-hmm. And what we were seeing from our clients that visitors from podcast interviews were converting at 25 to 50 percent. This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. Picture yourself spending four weeks with other high level entrepreneurs in the northern mountains of Thailand, October 26 to November 24, 2017. It will be full of masterminds, workshops, advisors, like-minded entrepreneurs, and of course, some fun adventure. Currently, we are offering a special early bird discount of $400 for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. Don't wait on this one, guys. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to contact us ASAP at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now, on to today's episode. On today's episode, we are joined by the podcast host and founder of Interview Valet, Tom Schwab. Tom loves podcasting and views podcast marketing as the next online gold rush. Interview Valet is working hard to make sure it's easy for you to be a guest on multiple shows and easy for hosts to find qualified guests. Today, Tom and I discuss the intimacy of podcasting compared to other media channels. Tom chats more on why podcasting interviews are converting 25 times more than blogs and gives some great tips on how to turn listeners into leads and then customers. If you have a business that has a podcast or considering podcasting, I recommend recommend you check out this show. And without further ado, let's welcome Tom to the show. Welcome, Tom, to the podcast. How are you today? Chris, I am thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to have you on the show, my friend, calling in from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Is that right? Proof that you can do a podcast interview from any place. <laughs> so there are times where people say, uh, is there really a Kalamazoo? And yes, uh, and I have the honor of living in it, uh, but uh, connecting throughout the world. And that's what's great about podcasting and working online, because you can work from Kalamazoo, Michigan, or Kalamazoo, India, or wherever you want to. <laughs> Very much so. And I've done podcast interviews on vacation. Uh, while traveling from home, from work. Uh, I've even done one uh, stuck in traffic on the road. So, where's, where's the most odd place you did a podcast? That would have to be southern Indiana. Uh, I, I was on the road. I had a good hour and a half to get to the hotel to do the, uh, the podcast interview, mm-hmm. and traffic was just moving. It, it just wasn't moving. And uh, found out later that there was a multi-fatality crash yeah. up ahead. So I was stuck there, and I called up the uh, the podcast host and apologized. You know, I never miss an interview. And she said, well, it really sounds great right now. You want to give it a try? Yeah. So uh, I pulled over to the side of the road, had uh, uh, three bars and 3G and all the rest mm-hmm. of that, called in through Skype with a headset, and uh, it worked. It's probably good you weren't driving, huh? I I wouldn't try it driving because I talk with my hands too much. (laughs) All right, great. Well, we're glad to have you on the show. So, Tom, let's talk about you as the entrepreneur and podcaster that you are today. And talking before the show, I heard some really interesting things about where you're coming from. And so I'd like to dig in more and share with the listeners about your involvement. Yeah. And to me, it only makes sense in the rearview mirror. And this is the time where I think everything in my life has come together. Uh, You know, my first job out of college was running nuclear power plants. Uh, And I say I've run a nuclear power plant and a small business, one of was easy because it came with an instruction manual. Uh, after I left the Navy, um, I worked in corporate America. Uh, that's what got me to Kalamazoo, Michigan. And I loved it because, you know, I, I got to learn different things from the operations side, the, the sales and marketing side. Uh, but really, I always felt like 
as an entrepreneur that I, I was in the wrong spot. Uh, you know, I'm 52 years old and a lot of times people would say, uh, well, get a, you know, a, a steady job, one, a, one that's consistent, one that's safe, all the rest of that. And, you know, I was in the Navy and then, you know, peace broke out in 92 and that, that was interesting for the, uh, the industry there. Um, and then the same way in corporate America, uh, I had a distributorship, uh, that was doing very well. Um, and then when the great recession hit, um, back in what, 2008, mm-hmm. uh, the, the manufacturers said, well, we want to cut out the middleman and go direct. Well, that makes a whole lot of sense until you look in the mirror and you say, I am the middleman. So with that, <laughs> that that was sort of the thing that said, I want to be directly with my customers. I want to work as an entrepreneur, not just have one boss or one supplier. And that really started um, the the entrepreneur's journey. And we were a Michigan company. We were regional. And we had to find out different ways to to connect with our customers, get the word out there. And so at that time, started to use something that was new at the time called inbound marketing. We were one of the first people that really used it for e-commerce. We built up our company and sold it and uh, was helping other people uh, use a similar tactic. And one of the things that I realized, oh, about uh, three years ago was that, you know, blogs just aren't working nearly as well as they used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, blogs are saturated now. So with that, we took the same principles and said, hey, could you use – podcasts and specifically podcast interviews to get the message out there because you know at its heart marketing is starting a conversation with somebody that could be an ideal customer and that's really where we got to be with um, interview valet and we working with clients uh, coaches authors speakers uh, brands uh, emerging brands that really have a great story to tell and uh, they've got a service that could help customers, uh, but people just don't know about them. So it's a great way to get out there, uh, get that know, like, and trust, and uh, attract your ideal customers. Tell us a little more about what you're doing with Interview Valet these days. Sure. And so really, it goes down to the heart of marketing at its heart is starting a conversation with somebody that could be an ideal customer. I think that's the bedrock of any marketing. So the question is, is how can you do that? Well, uh, you know, some people talk about breaking through the noise, and to me, that's just adding to the noise. Uh, you know, I was recently talking out in California, and the guy that was sitting next to me on the plane, he could have been an ideal customer, but there was no breaking through the noise. He had headphones on. He was <laughs> listening to something the entire time, um, and I think we see that more and more. You know, we've got spam blockers. We've got ad blockers, all the rest of that, so trying to get noticed is harder. And I always looked at it and said, you know, why not just get in on the conversation that's already going on? And so that's really what Interview Valet does. Uh, We're a concierge-level service that allows our customers um, to be the guest, and we take care of all the rest. So, you know, we work with them to to figure out who their ideal customer is, who they want to talk with, what podcasts would be ideal for them. And then we pitch the podcast to get them on there. We prepare them for it. They've got to do the interview. That's the one thing that you can't outsource. You know, uh, Sinatra, Sinatra only sang and nobody else could. And the same way, uh, we look at it as our clients are the talent. Uh, we get them out there. We're the roadies. And then also using it from the inbound marketing perspective of, you know, we've got this great content. So how do you build an engine in order to take that, that fuel and turn it into real business results? Makes sense. You know, Tom, it's always great to talk to a fellow podcaster because I really have 
an optimistic view of where podcasting is going in the next 5, 10, 20 years or so. And I think other podcasters do too. And this is something, now you you actually have a book called Podcast Guest Profits, and you address some key points that we're going to talk about in that book. And one of the things that you mentioned is, is why podcast marketing is the next gold rush. So can you share with us a little bit on that topic? Very much so. And I'm optimistic about podcasting too. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk once said that marketers mess up everything, mm-hmm. but I think podcasting could be the medium where nice guys finish first. And what I mean by that is you think about it when billboards first started, you know, people loved to take a drive and see the billboards and then a million of them popped up and, um, they just got to be an eyesore. The same thing with email, right? When we um, first started getting an email, we'd say, you've got mail and people would look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And then after a million emails, it turned into spam. But I think with podcasts, it's that intimate nature where you can listen in on somebody, get to know, like, and trust them. And really, the uh, the true nature of somebody can shine through. You can find out who they are, what they do, and you can say – this person, you know, it, it was an interesting story or this person I really resonate with. And I think because of that, that intimate nature of podcasts, that people get to know, like, and trust you. And really, that's what's needed before somebody engages with you um, on business. And, you know, people say, well, wouldn't this same philosophy, you know, of interviews um, work in other areas? Couldn't you use it in, in radio or television? And I'm like, well, it may but I would say that the the big difference is that podcasting is based on a different foundation, right? Radio and TV is based on advertisements. Mm-hmm. So I could reach out to the local radio station or the local television station and say, I have this wonderful information for your audience. It could really add a lot of value to them. And I guarantee it'd be the sales department that would call me back. And they said, if you buy this much ad time – We'll get you on the 5 a.m. news, and if you buy this much, we'll get you on the 5 p.m. news. Right. Whereas podcasts are different. Um, Podcasts are driven on great content. So if you've got great stories to tell, great content, great ideas, then you're in great demand. The other thing about that, too, is that podcasts are very targeted and more driven by the listener. Right. So mm-hmm. you think about it when you're watching television, even if you've got 150 channels, most of the time you're watching what they want you to watch when you want to watch it. Whereas podcasts are totally different. Right. You can watch it or listen to it whenever you want to, even at the speed you want to, and then niche down as much as possible. You know, there's 400,000 podcasts out there. And you can find a podcast for everything and you don't need to talk to everybody. You just want to talk to those people that could be ideal customers. So I think the the opportunity is just amazing. Um, and I think there's no easier way for a smaller business, uh, a fresh voice to get out there than through podcasting. Uh, you're not going to be able to break through the noise. You you don't have the money. Uh, you don't have the um, uh, the contacts. All the rest of that, you know, to make it on uh, television. You know, you're not going to get on the Super Bowl, uh, but you can get onto the podcast that your ideal customers are already listening to. And where else are you going to get 
30 to 45 minutes of time for them to listen to you. You know, it's such an intimate space, too, because I think about my process of finding a podcast. You know, I, I look specifically for things that I want to learn and want to hear. And it's not just noise in the background, which, uh, you know, other media outlets that's kind of they can be that very easily noise in the background. But when you have somebody downloading your podcast and then playing it and listening to listening to it while they're cooking dinner or while they're resting in the afternoon it, it it becomes a more intimate thing and the influence there is more powerful very much so and one of our clients um is a fox news contributor he's mm-hmm. probably on on you know on television three times a week and he tells us that he thinks that the podcasts that he's on are more powerful because yeah. the way he describes it is, I've got three three minutes on television. That's if I don't get bumped for something, <laughs> and if the host doesn't take two minutes to make a point or ask a question. And so with that, you know, it's an hour to the studio, an hour in the green room, an hour back home. You're talking four hours to get three minutes of time. Yeah. And he says with podcasts, you know, he can do it from home and in 45 minutes connect with tens of thousands of people and really go into depth. They get to know him for 30 or 45 minutes. Uh, so um, from that standpoint, uh, even people that have access to, to national media are realizing the power of this. Are you enjoying today's episode? I hope so. We're working hard to pick the minds of higher level entrepreneurs to bring you some applicable tactics for your business. October 26th through November 24th, we will have our most impactful event ever. Four weeks in the northern mountains of Thailand with other successful entrepreneurs that have six and seven figures in annual revenue in their businesses. The experience includes private accommodations, workshops, masterminds, advisors, high-speed Wi-Fi at a beautiful resort complex. And for our listeners, we have a special $400 early bird discount for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. So if you're ready to seriously take your business to the next level, contact us at theentrepreneurhouse.com. Now back to the show. Now you mentioned something in your book, Tom, um, why podcast interviews convert 25 times better than blogs. And I remember you said earlier too, back in the day, blogs were a hit, right? And there was kind of a gold rush for that. And you mentioned uh, them or podcasting converting 25 times better than blogs. So let's chat about that for a bit. Yeah. And uh, when I first put that fract out there and I've got the data to support that from our first clients, people would say, no, that's that's crazy because a good blog will convert visitors to leads at about one to two percent. And what we were seeing from our clients, that visitors from podcast interviews were converting at 25 to 50 percent. Nice. And people would just say, no way, that couldn't be. But if you really back into it, you're like, well, that makes total sense because we've had podcast interviews that have converted, you know, above 75 percent. But if you think about it, it's not cold traffic. Right. When somebody goes to your site and reads a blog, they spend a few minutes there. They may be interesting. They may down, uh, you know, give their email address, but it's, it's, it's really a cold traffic. They don't know much about you. They don't trust you. So one to 2% is, is, is pretty good. But you think about a podcast interview, somebody has listened to you for 30 or 45 minutes. They've understood who you are, what makes you tick who you work with, how you can help. They've already said, well, that was interesting, but that person's not for me. Or they're like, wow, this is somebody I want to work with. They come there as a, as a hot lead. 
the other thing is that it's almost an introduction, right? So anybody mm-hmm. that is listening to this podcast, chances are you have no idea who Tom Schwab is, who Interview Valet is. But you know who Chris is. You yeah. trust the entrepreneur house. And it's almost like it's the podcast host has vetted that person. They've said, this is somebody I'd like to introduce to my friends. And from that standpoint, you almost think of the other extreme. What is the best converting traffic that you ever have? Chances are it's like an in-person introduction from a happy customer or a friend. I mean, that's almost a slam dunk, right? Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) podcast interviews are a lot more like that than they are cold traffic. And we've done a lot of things over the last few years to test that, to optimize it, to figure out what makes that work best um, and how to make it more consistent. But uh, those are the kinds of of results that we see. And originally, I thought it was based on just a niche or just a personality. But the more and more testing we've done with over 100 different clients on 3,000 plus interviews, um, we've seen that, no, it's a a system. uh, And that's the kind of results you can expect. Wow. Now, Tom, I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are listening and thinking about starting a podcast or maybe just started a podcast. So do you have any tips for those guys? Well, I would say my hat's off to you, (laughs) right? Because anybody that says doing a podcast is easy has either never done it or never done it well. And Chris, my hat's off to you. You make it look easy, but I know there's a lot of work behind it. You know, the preparation, the um, the editing, the promotion, all the rest of that. And I think there is a place for having your own podcast. And I don't think it's an either or that you could be a guest or have your podcast. I've just always looked at it and said, what's the easier way to get the results? Um, and I think you can always go out to a, a bigger audience and a new audience as a guest. Um, there's also the backlinks. Um, uh, Neil Patel the other day just was talking about six hacks to get backlinks and increase your SEO. And he talked about our company, Interview Valet, on there as a, a great way because every time you're on a podcast, they put you in the show notes and you get that backlink there. So I don't think it's an either or. If you've got a podcast right now, Boy, go on to other people's podcasts, too, because that's the best place to find new listeners to your podcasts. Or if you don't have a podcast and you're already thinking, well, should I do this or not? It's easier to find your voice and to start getting comfortable with this, being a guest before you're the man behind or the woman behind the microphone being the host. So either way, leverage podcasts. Uh, Here's a great question for you, Tom. Take it a podcast going or you're an entrepreneur and thinking about starting a podcast but the confusing part for a lot of people I think is turning listeners into leads and I think you mentioned this in your book too Um, what are some steps that they that the podcasters or if you're a guest on a podcast could really turn those listeners and convert them into leads and clients and customers very much so and this is this is where it's not just about um just about doing a podcast or doing a blog, uh, a lot of people will say, well, if you just, you know, if you just do something, the customers will come. You may get traffic, but that traffic may never turn into leads or customers, right? I always look at content as the fuel. Content's the fuel that drives our online sales and marketing engine, right? So uh, if you put up a blog, uh, that's that's the fuel. If you if you do a podcast interview, that's great fuel. If you do your own podcast, that's great fuel. And if you just take fuel and light it, 
you'll get a lot of heat and you'll get a lot of light out of it, but you won't get any work because you really, you don't have an engine to put it into. And I think whenever we're doing content, we have to say, how can I make this fuel the engine and get the results out of it that they want out of it? So some of that is being in front of the right audience. You know, um, if you're not in front of people that could be ideal customers, you could have the best content in the world, but the context is so far out that, you know, it's, it's like, um, fishing in a, in a swimming pool. Well, it's water, but it's not the right type of water. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the, the important part too. The other thing is that from an inbound marketing perspective, always trying to figure out how can I serve the customer better? Where, what's the next step that we can go here? So it's not just, well, listen to me and follow me or find me. Don't give them something that could help them. And I'm going to, I love this talking to podcasters because this is sort of meta. We're going to pull back the curtain. If you're <laughs> listening to a podcast, uh, you know, you know, the, the power of this medium, but you may be saying, well, you know, how do I get on my first podcast? Well, I've got an infographic. It's six steps to get on your first podcast. And, you know, it's, it's not magic. It's just six secrets um, that you could use. Now, I could list those out for you right now. You know what? You probably wouldn't remember them all. You're, you're doing multiple things. Or I could just say, hey, if you want this infographic, I tell you what, just come back to interviewvalet.com forward slash entrepreneur house. And everything that Chris and I will talk about will be there, um, and that that free download will be there. All uh, right, now, so I I just gave people a reason to go someplace in order to go from being listeners to visitors to leads. And, you know, we've had clients that have done this expertly. Uh, we worked with one client that made uh, these quilts where you, you cut up the quilts, uh, cut up different things to make quilts. And it, it sounds like a little mom and pop organization, but they're the biggest in the United States. And she would, if she was like on a sports podcast, she would say, you know, recently we made a, uh, a quilt for Wayne Gretzky. He had sent us a bunch of jerseys uh, from when he was younger and he wanted a quilt made of them. We cut them up. And if you want to see Wayne Gretzky's quilt, just go back here. Well, what red-blooded American or Canadian doesn't want to see the Great Ones quilt? <laughs> so it would be a reason to move them towards there. You know, we had another um, uh, client that we worked with. Uh, he was a uh, an author, but he was also a professional photographer. He had taken pictures for the uh, what's WWE for for wrestling. He'd been in all the NFL stadiums, most of the Major League Baseball stadiums. Every time he had a story there was a great picture to go with it. And it was great because he would say, he'd tell the story and he's like, oh, if you want to see the pictures, I, I tell you what, Chris, I'll put them up and then he would give that address. So there was a reason to move people towards there. And you've got to give people a next step. It's it's not just um, come and sign up for my email or, or sign up for my newsletter or follow me on social media. No, give them, give them a real reason to go to the next one. I think they really appreciate that next step too for people that are like sincere and interested because I've been to many in the first thing that comes to mind conferences and at the end of the conference you know they don't tell me what's next and I'm kind of left 
out in the dark, like I'm kind of disappointed, you know, and I'm, I remember many times where I'm like, okay, whatever's next, I'm in because this experience was so great. And they just end the conference and they're like, okay, go home, see you later. And, and it really makes sense because you have to have that step-by-step process for your clients and customers to go through in order um, to be really content. It's, it's their growth process, too, that we're talking about, not just, not just a sales process, if that makes sense. And I, I, I agree with you completely, and I hate that term, the sales funnel, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm, I'm not an object to be pushed through a sales funnel, but you know what? I am somebody that has a problem that needs to be helped. So how can you take me through that buyer's journey, if you will? Mm-hmm. So you know, no matter what we talk about here, I cannot answer all of your questions um, and help you completely in a – uh, in a podcast, right? I can't show you a graph. I can't show you a video. So what's that next level of helping? You know, it could be going and going to the site and getting the, the, the download on how to get on your first podcast. I tell you what, that same page, I'll put the free download to the book. So that could be something else there. Uh, it could be a, a video training just to help the people to that next step. Because really with a customer, I think the old way of looking at it was a transaction. How can I get them to do this? Now, really now it's a relationship and how can I get that lifetime value of the customer? So with that, it's like, okay, they heard me on a podcast. Well, what's the next step? How can I give them more value? How can I interact with them more? Um, And there's a lot of ways to do that to move them along. Some of our clients, we suggest, you know, if you've got a a 30-minute training, a video or something like that. That's not homework. It's not a pitch, but it's something that would help the people. Well, offer that up. That that could be something else that people would say, wow, I, I enjoyed this. I, I don't know if I want to read all of podcast guest profits. You know, uh, I'm an audio listener, so I don't want to read it all, but I'd sit through you know, a 30-minute training on how to use podcast interview marketing. So always look at that and say, what's the next thing that I could help prospective customers with? It makes sense. And Tom, I wanted to address one more thing before we sign off. You have some recommendations on how to be a great guest on a podcast. So can you share some of those with us? Uh, very much so. And for this Flip the roles. Put yourself in Chris's shoes right now, right? So he has invited me on here, and I am great grateful for this. He has given me the opportunity to, to talk to his friends. So what's in the back of his mind? What's in the back of any host's mind? You know, I want to look like a genius for bringing this person on. So if you go into every podcast interview like that or do every pitch to a host here's how i can help you here's how i can be your audience or help your audience you'll be so much better on it you know nobody likes an infomercial everybody likes somebody that that is helpful and comes and shares gives extra value to it uh other things are just being professional uh showing up on time for the interview showing up with good equipment um showing up uh with those like I said before, you know, a page, uh, interviewvalet.com, entrepreneur house, a special thing that you do for the audience there. And then other things are um, promoting it. You know, Chris goes through a lot of work to, um, to promote this episode. And as a guest, I'm going to do the same thing. All of our clients do that. We do actually do it for them so that they can look 
and be a better guest. So really, it's if you're a great guest, you'll get invited on more and more shows. Uh, and if you're a not a great guest, um, it's a small community. It's an inbred community, and word will get around with that also. So I think it's it's almost like you know Gary Vaynerchuk said, jab, 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 right hook. Yeah. To me, it's almost like serve, 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 ask. And if you do that both with your uh, – as being a podcast guest and as an entrepreneur, I think the long-term benefits are amazing. We had another guy on the podcast in one of his quotes. Dave Ahrens is his name. His, he would say something similar, value-add, 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 sell. And he's a big salesman. Right in alignment with that. Okay, Tom, tell us where we can get your book. And then if the listeners want to reach out to you, where we can find you at. Sure. And I'm thrilled to be here. I tell you what, there's two places that can get my book. One – if you want to buy it, go to Amazon. It's there for sale. If you want a free download, just just go to interviewvalet.com forward slash entrepreneur house, and I'll have the free download there. Ultimately, I, I'm more excited about making podcast interview marketing as popular as email marketing five years from now. I, like I think it. it's that important and that powerful. So with that, if you go to that page, interviewvalet.com forward slash entrepreneur house, it'll have what Chris and I talked about. I'll put that uh, six ways to get on your first uh, podcast, free download of the book. Um, there's a 30 minute um, training there uh, that shows how to use podcast interview marketing. And then finally, if, if you uh, like what you hear, uh, if you're thinking, boy, this could really work for my business uh, to get out there in front of my ideal customers, uh, and you just want to be the guest and let somebody else do all the rest, we would love to work with you. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of listeners and people that have reached out to me to asked to be introduced and connected with other guests that we've had on our show or to be on other podcasts and interview valet is a great way to do that. So Tom, we want to give you a huge thank you for coming on the show, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing your tips and your tricks and all your wisdom with us. We really appreciate your time. Well, thank you, Chris. And there's one thing for sure that, uh, with time podcasts are going to grow. And if you're listening to this, you know that, and, uh, your future customers are going to be listening to podcasts. So the only question is, are they going to be listening to you or your competitors? And uh -huh. you can do it either as a host or a guest. I like that a lot. And uh, we'll wrap up there for today. Listeners, thank you once again for joining us on the podcast. And we're going to sign off and see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for attendees, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year, our main event will be held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It is four weeks from October 26th to November 24th and held for six and seven figure entrepreneurs only. It will be full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, co-working, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. This event will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested and have some questions, be sure to contact us through theentrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact. We will respond as soon as possible. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.